This is the K-Pop Cast. I'm your East Coast host, Ariana, and I am joined by our social media manager, Olivia. Hello, hello, everyone. Today, we will be talking about Tomorrow Buy Together, or T by T, or TXT, however you say it, debut song, Crown, letting you know if this song is debak or not. But before we dive into that, first, our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. So, Olivia, what is your hit replay for the week? Mine is for all my ballad lovers out there. This is (laughs) Red Velvet's Wendy's song. It's called What If Love. And her voice is utter love. It is so cute. It's from uh, this new drama called Touch Your Heart. Oh. And I totally, totally, totally recommend it. You guys need to go listen to it. It's a die for. talked about one of my loves which is red velvet you oh, talked yeah. about wendy but now i'm gonna go to my other lady love miss sunmi and her song noir girl power our resident k-pop goddess of the bizarre awkward and subversive as yes. i live and breathe 80s style synth heavy with like a story about a couple not quite working out but more importantly the video oh my god is so good i saw it, it takes on our generation performs for social media yes even to the point of feigning suicide to get likes. It was like, a little extreme. But yeah, extreme. everybody should check it out. Send me some more. I'd be surprised if someone, if everyone hasn't checked it out yet, but yeah, if you I haven't, so. you definitely have yes. to. Well, moving on to what we're really here to talk about today, our Daybok or Not for T by T's crown. debut band we have to talk about who they are what they do introduce them they were kind of introduced during one of bts's final year performances Mm -hmm. there was like something that went up on the screen and it said tomorrow x or so it's something like that that i saw we all know that this is big hits first boy band since bts little babies we've had two months of just slow burning reveals (laughs) 
yeah. I wouldn't say we're disappointed by the end of this. We're just, but just like fatigued from it because there was so oh, much yeah. that came out. They milked it a bit too much. Two months ago, we got the intro videos to the actual members. So these were the the ones that were all the what do you do videos. Oh, yes. And I basically described them as like each one of them was running around as a ute. The New York way of calling them utes. <laughs> They're running around like by themselves out in the middle of nowhere where there was no other people, which I found bizarre. Where are the guide, their, you know, their mom and dad? What are they doing? (laughs) But they're just running around in these videos and it's just beautiful, beautiful boy, like children running around the city. The most important thing about these videos is it introed the Morse code, Mm. which was dreaming. Do people still know how to like decipher Morse code? I'm surprised. Apparently. Did they learn? I wonder if people are like, I gotta learn Morse code now because I gotta. For a big hit. (laughs) Everybody does it for a big hit. It's apparently what they did for this whole concept. And the thing is, is that it might have been a month later is when they did the second set of reveals which were the what do you see videos which also had morris code for each one of the members so they got their own own code yeah they each got their own code the other thing that happened is they were all associated with an animal and a flower in each of the videos i like that concept and so a lot of people are thinking it's almost like almost like the exo thing where each of them follow down the line but i do have a, a note about that because i was thinking like so many groups debut with concepts like EXO with like their powers and then they kind of don't do anything with them mm-hmm. so I really mm-hmm. hope they follow through because I think this is really cute that they have like an animal this or is, flower this is big hit and it's big so hit. question is not is, worried we've never we've never understood if like they planned out the BTS universe or it's just like a happy coincidence or they were like hey together. we see a story hey. here yeah. the fans are doing <laughs> it for going, us going back in time who needs um, to hire people when we have the fans I think there's probably a team that spends their days on creating Creating this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently, I heard from a video that I was watching that we were going to talk about later where a guy talked about how they hired like a hundred people just to work for this Stop. one little group. That sounds like a lot of arguments happening for concepts. <laughs> you know, a hundred people, that's yeah. a lot of people to be like, so yeah. what do we do, guys? That was up to the reveal and the reveal. their and their debut. So, um, and then we were revealed five wonderful members uh, they're all between the ages of 16 and 19 like which is I think it's teens. so young yeah. I think it's so young and then I remember Jungkook was 15 yeah and and yeah, it's like all, bizarre all the rookie groups have young kids it's just we're yeah. getting older now and then we we see these groups come out and we're like oh my god but it's yeah. it's the norm honestly they were, they were all born after the year 2000 which hurts a little bit yeah. but I mean <laughs> it's it is what it is you know yeah life goes well, on babies yeah <laughs> But anyway, so the members are uh, Subin, who is the leader, and also the tallest person in Big Hit, I've been hearing. Yes. Uh, yes. Tae- <laughs> Taehyung. He's taller than RM. He's oh my God, apparently full six foot. It's like crazy. A giant. Yeah. Like, he could have been a basketball player if he wanted. I know. But he chose this life. It's fine. Yeah. We're happy to have him. So Subin, Taehyung, Pomkyu, Yeonjun, and Hyunin Kai with the most oh. like unique name I've ever heard in my life. Yep. I initially thought he was like Chinese, but the last name is German or something, I think, when I looked it up. It's his dad's oh, last name because he's half. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, so some quick facts that we have about some of the guys. Two of the members play instruments, which is cool. I hope we get to see something for them to do in the future. I was wondering if we might get like a band concept at some point. That would be so cool. Totally, totally. Or a little like, you know, jam session. Yeah. Because <laughs> Taehyung plays the guitar and Hyunin Kai plays the guitar, the piano and the flute. Oof. I hope they do a little intro with Damn. his flute one day. Wow. Two of the members speak English, Taehyung and Hyunin Kai, which is great. Wow. Good They're for the global appeal. 
over. Of yeah. course, you know, I get it. They know. <laughs> Young Jun is the rapper and the oldest member, so he's kind of like a Jin situation when he's not the leader, but he's the oldest member. Yeah. Interesting yeah. fact, he was a backup dancer for V Singularity, so everybody's, mm. I'm sure, going to be looking to yeah, see if they I can spot that. him. <laughs> yeah. And he also spent four years at Cube as a trainee. So he's he's kind of been mm. around, so he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's the oldest. And then we yeah. have uh, Hyunin Kai, who is the vocalist, the visual, and the youngest maknae, because apparently there's two maknae's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he is Korean-American, born in Hawaii, which is cool. Mm-hmm. He's the first foreign-born big hit debutee. Wow. I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. And the other interesting fact about him is that he also speaks Mandarin and Portuguese. They're going to be traveling around the world, and he's just going to be speaking for everybody. Hello. Yeah, totally. Like, if they go to Portugal, is Portuguese. I don't know if he it, speaks Brazilian Brazil. Portuguese, or because uh, I know mm. it's different. Actually, it might it's be slightly, Brazilian it's, Portuguese. It's probably Brazilian Portuguese. His dad, you're right. You're right. Yeah, his Brazil, dad was uh, okay. born in Brazil. You know I saw what? that. There's a lot of Brazilian fans, so he will be perfect when he goes there. Yes. Yeah. And wow. then his older sister was actually in a K-pop group. What? Yeah. She was in which a K-pop one? called Viva, which oh. I don't think I've heard of before. But that's cool that he comes kind of from like a lineage of, yeah. you know, people. Obviously, there's like new things we're going to learn about each of the members as we go forward. But like, this is like great, like to know that like all the behind the scenes of them coming in and who they are. Yeah. Um, if you can believe it, we just like literally had an episode about Itzy a couple weeks yes. ago talking Bella, about how they broke Bella. the 20 yeah <laughs> they broke this 24 hour record for uh-huh, a debut uh-huh. group well of course Rec- t by t comes along Records and just are meant to be it. broken not not so by much it, it was it was by like only six hundred thousand views oh my god but like yeah wow. it's like crazy and then they also broke like the most likes in 24 hours for a debut group like things oh, like wow. that like already they were on number one in like 40 qu- countries on itunes oh, yes. they came packing a punch you know I mean, as only the second group ever to come out of Big Kid, of course they will. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. watching them. Everyone wants to check it out and see how good or, you know, how they will be. How will they fare up? Yeah. So and we had sense. two months of buildup. So we were ready <laughs> yes. to see. Yeah. Um, and then going into the message, I do want to talk about the horns because yeah. uh, there's a lot in the video. Oh, yes. You keep seeing it, of course. And but the song is called Crown. So it's like, where does this tie in? Why are you mm-hmm. like a little devil? But then like we're talking about a crown. <laughs> Taehyun actually said that the horns symbolize growing pains experienced mm-hmm. during puberty and growing up. And mm-hmm. he explained that the horns eventually change into a crown upon meeting someone who is similar, understands you. So I thought that was really interesting that they're young, they're going through mm-hmm. these growing pains, they are going through puberty and growing up. And it's appropriate that they're making a song about this. Yeah. And the message. Yeah, and you see you see at the beginning there's the horns and then you kind of see how they draw them into crowns. Like yeah, they frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, depa- it becomes that. It's so cute. I saw a tweet because I assumed DKDKTV was going to do like a, their Explained series about this mm-hmm. and their tweet was literally like, well, they basically explained it for us, so we don't have to. When we're doing a BTS thing, it's like, this theory, and maybe this thing's happening, and maybe this thing's happening, but mm-hmm. we don't know anything. Yes. And it's kind of that here, but we did get an explanation. Yes, we did. And it's in their <laughs> Mnet pre-performance video. It accompanied their debut performance of Crown, which they did like in an open stage with no crowd. Yeah. It's basically the story of a boy who wakes up one morning with antlers on his head. He like has a headache, can't figure out what's going on, and sees antlers on his head because he's so afraid of being called a monster and looked down upon he just runs away and as he's running into like a deep dark place where he can't be found he hits like a bright light and when he comes through the bright light it reveals a boy with wings who he connects with 
You talked about how it refers to turning into crowns mm-hmm. and the antlers coming together and you meet someone. And I think this is probably along the right path of the story that a lot of people think it refers to, which is this story called Imogene's Antlers. Okay. Imogene. Yeah, it's also a story about a little girl who wakes up with antlers on her head. Oh. And she struggles to adapt with the change at first. She, like, tries to go down the stairs and her, you know, her antlers get caught in the, oh. the light above her and all these things happen. And the entire story is about these adults trying to have her hide this. Like, they're trying to build things so she doesn't get seen uh-huh. with these antlers on her head. And I was really interested in that. I had actually heard of this story before. I have nieces, so like all the kids' books, I know all of them. (laughs) I've never heard of it. But it's basically this idea of this, like, you are different and you love yourself for who you are, but other people don't. Yes. Like they're uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And so I want to point out the scene with the blue shirts, which goes by so quickly that like I didn't even notice it the first time. I didn't. (laughs) There's a member or two standing there and then you just see like a zoom in of blue shirts all on hangers, like on... um. Um, in like dry cleaning bags okay. and they just zoom past on both sides of the boys and you see the blue shirts and then you see the boys wearing their pastel colors and then you see them kind of like pulling through the shirts and looking through mm-hmm. but not really engaging with them other than that and I found a tweet from at Binny Bunny Ooh. which is a great name there was like a whole tweet thread about it and it says I guess the youth nowadays are dictated by what society wants of them oh. they manufacture young people to be blue shirts mm. organized in such a way that it feels suffocating indicated by the plastic bag covering the rack shirts preach this is one of those things where it's like oh it's not as deep as BTS this is very deep yeah. it's like saying yeah. when BTS did no we're not going to accept you telling us what to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is similar in that the boys are outside of it. They're wearing pastel colors and they're they're showing that it's, yeah, they're showing that it's okay to be different. Kind of like what Itzy did with theirs. Like we're different. I think we like ourselves. Anyways, the next generation and you know, like Mm -hmm. every generation speaks, has a message. So BTS, when they started, they had their message of society, you know, we're going to be, we're gonna fight things. against this. Yes, yeah. and a lot of societal things of like self love and how many people you know were harming themselves. So I think now mm-hmm. them and Itzy are speaking to society of like we're different and it's okay mm-hmm. to be different. You don't have to yep. fit this bubble of like you know let's all wear the same thing and blah blah blah. And no, I'm gonna stand out and I'm happy about that. And yeah. that's kind of what Imogene's Antlers is about. Mm-hmm. It's the story for younger people. What BTS had to go through was. We're going to fight against society. We're going to fight against our parents. Then they went through, we're suffering with depression. We suffer with Mm. mental health issues. We have a lot of pressure on ourselves. And then we're going to learn to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. We talked about this with a couple of comebacks. This is a post-love yourself K-pop world. Yeah, which is now it's like we do love ourselves and, you know, it's okay for yeah, us to not, this, yeah. Especially with the babies coming not up, succumb. you know what I mean? These 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 teenage girls that are starting to get into K-pop, they're starting to fall in line to this world. To be told a different story of, I love myself despite all these things. You know, even CLC being like, I'm not going to, no, red yeah. lipstick. <laughs> yes. You know, like these kind of messages are so... Mm-hmm positive right you know and such a such a love yourself era of i like who i am and they need to hear this This, you need to hear this when you're going through puberty yeah totally and and it's like one of those things that like every generation goes through you know Mm -hmm. just like growing Mm -hmm. pains everyone goes through this um 
period of you're changing your body's changing um hormones and everything so you're gonna go from a child to a teenager to an adult and you have to learn to accept like this person that i'm seeing in the mirror i have to mm-hmm. love this person because this is who i am this is who i'm becoming yeah. you know and it's okay yeah. you know yeah this i i found this other theory which also was really cute and i hope it's true and it it suggests that it's true Mm -hmm. this is from underscore jimin's promise so cute Mm -hmm. uh they said that someone said that in the animation the boy with the uh the thorns i guess it means horns yeah (laughs) are t by t and the boy with the wings are bts Mm -hmm. and one of the lyrics actually in the song does say are your Mm -hmm. wings the same pain so you know for bts their growing pains was their wings you know the wings were coming out and it's kind of like they have an 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 album called wings a whole thing a whole thing about (laughs) wings and it's kind of like oh like what is this thing and at first you might be so scared and it's your growing pain but now like their wings are full blown and they're free and like they're doing their things and you know they're mature an adult and now T by T is coming in and their horns are coming in and they have to accept that like you know what my horns are really my crown and I am mm-hmm. a king and so. they're there together to accept that like they once they find e- the whole idea is if you find each other it turns into a crown they found each other they're yeah. all there together yeah, yeah yeah exactly like they're learning from each other yeah it's so great. visual wise the music video was directed by Wee Kim I hope I'm saying his name right I'm sorry and produced by Yoo Jung Woo and Lumpins and the music video is pretty simple you know it's basically just kind of like them in different scenes and you're getting a lot of camera movements which is good you know it's a little bit more produced Mm -hmm. but it's so energetic and fun and vibrant and colorful and i think it does a good job just representing showcasing the boys it's their debut mv showcasing the showing us who they are yeah exactly you get like these little fun animations which kind of weave in the lyrics and the message Mm -hmm. you get the little horns of course the crown some people might say oh it's kind of a simple music video but for a rookie group i think they still have to kind of prove themselves before they get Mm -hmm. you know big budget music videos with storylines so i think it's you know it's a good video for a first time and i'm Mm -hmm. excited to see what you know they will grow in to how mm-hmm. the music videos will change and how the storyline will progress. Yeah, and it's actually nice that they started kind of with like a light version because BTS was yeah. a little darker hip hop. Yeah, they're a different vibe. And you're thinking about like BTS's first video it was pretty lo-fi. Like, there's more <laughs> going on in this is, video actually, than yeah. even yeah. Like, you know, they, BTS had a lot of eyeliner going on, but like that's where most of the budget went. Like, <laughs> it was almost more advanced than most debut videos, but also like. Yeah, it is like for if this were, you know, a BTS video now, we'd be like, what the hell is going yeah, on? I really course. liked the yeah. the use of the stop motion effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. basically like quick pictures of the boys with bright lights on them. And I thought that was really cool. It's something I haven't really seen much in K-pop. It takes a long time I to do. I see a little bit more in <laughs> pop music. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all those pictures they have to take too. Yeah. One of the main things I noticed is like all the rooms. Like they're in rooms everywhere. There's mm-hmm. like each of them has their own room. They're climbing out of rooms. They're being shut in by rooms there's like during the rap part where you're looking down on him mm. and then you see like the wall come in on him really quickly like suffocation maybe or something I don't know yeah, what like, like is it suffocation when they're with each other there's like more space but when they're by themselves they're <gasps> kind of blocked in interesting and I think that yeah. makes that probably goes with the theme of yeah, the song teamwork together yeah. Everyone, yeah and once they're together you get you get the space mm, together totally. we know big hit obviously for like deep messages but the other thing we know for big hit is choreo (laughs) yes their choreo is always spot on it reminded me of 17 in the way that they Mm -hmm. use formations to tell a story i thought that that was 
the most that I got from it. The entire choreo is about telling the story of the song. Yeah. To me. Totally. And yes, there's like cutesy parts that are like just cute. Yeah. yeah. But, but most of it is telling a story. For sure, yeah. yeah. There's the part where they create the star, which mm-hmm. is one of the t- part of the title of the album. Yeah. And my favorite part, I have to say, the part where they like link hands uh-huh. and then they do like a roll yeah. with their hands linked and like up and down. And I thought, that's the part that reminded me so much of 17. But yeah. if 17 had half the people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be a pretty you know, long like body roll with yeah, them to do. With 17, like there are so many people. So you have to be m- very creative with it. Whereas like there's only five people. Maybe they could have gone a little bit further on this. But to me, it was just as complicated. Oh, no, I totally agree with you. I think a lot when you f- actually when you first see it, it's like, oh, this is kind of simple. But then I looked at the live version and it's really. Oh, my God, the live version. So intricate. It's so hard. And I think, honestly, they do it so well that you think it's simple. It's like watching an ice skater and you're like, oh, that's so easy. And then you go to do it and you're like, oh, never mind. Because everything they do, if you notice, is dependent on everyone else also being on time and being precise. Yes. One person messes up, the whole thing is going to look horrible. So Mm -hmm. even you said like the hand thing, I don't know if that matches with anything. It matches with their teamwork, that they're there together, Mm -hmm. the link. Now they're part of each other. Mm -hmm. So honestly, it's tough. And kudos to them. And one of our very best fans, Danny or at Danny Two Eyes said the choreography was fun and complex enough to showcase the talent to come. Mm -hmm. Each member was given equal line distribution, which was nice for a change. And I agree, like, and the choreo does this too. You see them all shine. There's so much more we're going to have to see. This is just the first time we're seeing their choreo. And I'm already pretty impressed. So wait to see what they can do after this. I'm I'm, I'm almost afraid. Oh my God, they executed flawlessly. Yeah. yeah. So this song was written by uh, Slow Rabbit, Melanie mm-hmm. Fontana, Mikkel Lindgren Schultz, and Supreme Boy, who we're familiar Interesting. with. And it's yeah. a trendy synth pop track, which you could totally get that. It's it's all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what trendy synth meant, but I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. I guess it's like with, with today's music trends. Mm-hmm. And we did also reach out to one of our Twitter followers, Mia. Also at Irisia. I hope I'm saying mm-hmm. that right. And she said that the song is so good. It's bouncy and light and so catchy for a debut song. So, you know, I totally agree with her. It's, it is so yeah. catchy. Um, it mm-hmm. might not be my cup of tea, like, all the time, because I think it is more bubbly than, you know, it depends what you like. But for a debut song, I think they did really well. Yeah. Well, especially like you and I are dealing with the snow, like being able to start this song before we got to go out in the snow to like get to the train <laughs> is like, this is going to be the song that does it for me until we make it to spring. <laughs> yes, they totally brought us some sunshine and love and yeah. happiness. I reached out to Rodri, who is our very good friend of the podcast, and I wanted to share a clip that he shared with us just talking about the song and his thoughts on it. Hey, friends, you don't hear much from me these days, but I'll never let a special occasion like this go to waste. And March 4th is that special occasion. (laughs) Firstly, it's the day TXT debuted. (laughs) Secondly, it's the first day I went to the gym in over two months. (laughs) And thirdly, perhaps most importantly, music journalism organizations around the world (laughs) were given an excuse to write a whole slew of articles with the name BTS in their title. We're not going to talk about my adventures at the gym, but we will talk about TXT. I do have a couple of caveats, though, I guess. Crown, for instance... I think the melodies are really weak in the verses. And the Mm. verses are like half the song. When you're writing lyrics and you don't have the song written, 
you sing the lyrics in your head so that you can keep track of the rhythmic patterns mm. that you're using while you write. You know, it's the easiest way not to lose track of the ideas you had for the for the rhythm of the lyrics because you can't have one verse sound one way and the other verse suddenly have twice the amount of words in it it just you know it just doesn't work that way and so (laughs) when you're looking at writing a song you've got this placeholder melody that you're thinking of in your head it's usually very simple there's a lot of whole steps and a lot of like simple thirds and fifths in as intervals that you're using for the melody when you write the song when you've got a chord structure you want when you've got a beat you want you need to adapt the melody and adapt the lyrics to this chord structure so that you can actually end up with a full song instead of this whimsical, all-over-the-place placeholder melody that you were really only using so that you kept track of your lyrics. This verse, to me, sounds like they did nothing to change the placeholder (laughs) melody. In fact, it sounds like a bunch of people's placeholder melodies meshed into one. It's kind of all over the place. Each line sounds like a different part of a different song, even though they're all sung in the same key. I wasn't a fan. And I think it weakens the song a lot that, you know, a solid 40% of the music is a bunch of melodies that don't really work together very well okay. and i mean maybe that maybe you're into it if yeah you i'm are, definitely it's into totally it. subjective thing i mean this is music we're talking about yep. you don't have to have a degree in music theory to think a song sounds good you mm-hmm. just get to decide that because it's art but for me i'm a little confused by everything and i don't think it works very well together okay. so that's kind of my thoughts on crown yeah. i saw a video of a korean composer reviewing this song and it was shared by one of our followers mm-hmm. claire or at pessimistic underscore oz shout out to claire thank you shout out to claire i really appreciated this video because he talked about this from a korean standpoint mm-hmm. and he talked about the use of the pentatonic scale okay which is basically like a five notes per octave we're used to seven notes thank per you for octave explaining that. Here. yeah <laughs> a lot of music uses the pentatonic scale we would know it more for country and blues here oh yeah did not get that vibe yes. from this song in korea it's known to be used in trot music which <gasps> oh. was very popular mm-hmm. and so he talks about while bts mixes the korean and, and the western uh-huh. txt sound is much more patriotic and much more traditional interesting and he basically says like underneath it you're hearing it and he literally said this is a very korean song wow you know it's funny that you said it's kind of like hidden underneath because Mm -hmm. i feel like like this song just blends really well you know even Mm -hmm. though roger said it's kind of like too much stuff going on Mm -hmm. it actually blends very well together and Mm -hmm. to the point of like i actually didn't notice that they even had a rap section yeah it's almost like a rap vocal and then i had to go back and i'm like oh there he is he's rapping but it just like it it went so well with the song it didn't feel weird usually you get the rap break and you're kind of like ugh like okay here's the rap break sometimes you like it sometimes you don't it breaks it a little bit I normally love the rap break but it does like take you out a little bit of what's going on whereas this like kind of blended in well like the fact that the Morse code is mm-hmm. underneath most oh my of God. the song and you Which barely actually remember. Which kind of annoyed me a little bit, but I thought that was so cool because it ties in with everything that they've been uh-huh. doing yeah. and it's, it's like the Morse code I read is said it said crown uh-huh. underneath okay. the whole song which I thought was interesting. This song's focus was the vocals. Yeah, totally. You know, and this great song, vocals. and we talked about this, the opposite of BTS. What does BTS focus on? Focus on rapping mm-hmm. and they yeah. focused on hip hop mm-hmm. as their sound. This is just the opposite 
opposite of that. And I think we're referring to this a lot in the West as fresh and new and different Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm, us. mm -hmm. It's because it is. We don't normally use pentatonic scales in most of the music that we listen to. I also wanted to point out a really great quote from one of our favorite listeners, Boy With The Lips or at Willie underscore 21. And he said, the thing with Crown is the sheer scale of fun in this song has. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of early infinite meets the radio friendly ease of the Chainsmokers song. Totally. He said, I really feel big hit research and invested in a Mm -hmm. unique sound for them that is both familiar but can be a signature sound of sorts. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I think that this is a very particular sound to this group already. And the boys, are they friends with the Chainsmokers? They know the Chainsmokers sound. Actually, a trendy synth pop is kind of like EDM and that's what is in. And why not? Why not go with that? If that's what's in right now, that's what sells. This didn't feel like heavy EDM. It was no, very no, no. Clean. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. People kind of place EDM into one thing. But EDM is different things. There's progressive. Yeah. There's trance. There's house. And tropical, which is a little slower and fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so you do have different stuff. So I would say this is kind of EDM because it's synth. But it's a mm-hmm. different, and I, I love that track is in there. That's amazing. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people are feeling like, do I like this song because Big Hit did it? Or do I like this song because it's good? Uh-huh. It's a great question Fair to question. ask. Like, I have to ask right. that as ARMY. Do I like this because Big Hit produced it? So what is your answer? Probably. <laughs> that's part of it. But I clearly yeah. like Big Hit because Big Hit mm-hmm. is taking a risk. And they took a risk with BTS. They took a risk with this boy band by making it so opposite of BTS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they made him exactly like BTS, not only would it could fail. ARMY get... I would be honestly like not super happy about it. Yeah. Because but it's then like, you're competing well, two bands that are not, doing yeah. the same thing. It's not like BTS is like retired. You know, you can't make a BTS yeah. 2.0. They're still there. So Now that doesn't mean these boys won't get darker. It doesn't mean that these mm. boys won't have other things that they do. Even yeah. the album shows so much diversity. Yeah. But other bands come from other companies and they have the same yeah. conversation all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're only the second group ever to come out. So of course they're going to have a little bit more eyes on them and people mm-hmm. comparing them to BTS, whether it's fair or not. But we're so used to Cube, SM, YG, JYP. Like they have a bunch of boy groups and girl groups and rookies that came after, you know, Sambez groups and you still love them mm-hmm. and you still were like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a fresh new sound and you can't really compare and, and be like, well, oh, do you do I only like them because it's JYP? Some people do. Some people like groups people just do. because it's JYP mm-hmm. and what's wrong with that? Whatever. You still enjoy it. I you mean, still it, like it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense because they're going to have similar producers. They're going to have similar sounds. doesn't I mean they're all going to yes. be the same, but they're going to have similar production yes. value. I will say back in the day, you know how it was like SM, YG, JYP? They each had their, their own sound. Like SM was their little pop, cute stuff. JYP was somewhere in the middle and then YG was hip hop so if you like YG you like YG because their groups did a certain thing Mm -hmm. and you know maybe you like Big Hit because they do this whole uh, concept and they really stick with it and they have stories and that Mm -hmm. might be why you like Big Hit and guess what that's Mm -hmm. probably why you're gonna like T by T and BTS and etc and I don't think there's anything wrong with that you know you like the company the company is K-pop as well it's what produces them exactly it's gonna be an interesting year to see BTS and these boys together in a company I think that they're going to be promoted differently. There's mm-hmm. a whole team for each one yeah. that's, you know, separate. I think we're going to be fine. And I'm really excited for them. I am. I'm just really excited. I am very excited to see where they go with the story. You know, the story, mm-hmm. honestly, is very a smart thing of Big Hit because it is what kind of keeps me like, okay, so where is this going to go? What if this boy turns dark? You know, because he does mm-hmm. allude to it. Maybe I'm a monster. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it seems like they kind of fell into the BTS mm-hmm. universe, yeah. whereas this, it seems like they're starting off knowing that it's going knowing somewhere. Knowing that we can do something and with it. Yeah. I wonder if this one will be better because at least it'll be like more focused. Yeah, I will say that the BTS universe, even I don't fully understand it because when you come into Nobody BTS does. after, yeah, it's kind of like, oh my God. And you have to go through so many videos whereby with T by T, you can start from page yeah. one. We can go yeah. with this together. We hold the story. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's so much like, is it a universe? And then we like get confirmation that it's a universe. And this is like, yeah. no, it's going to be a universe. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're going to tell a horse mm-hmm. whole story. No, it's good. We're good. We like these boys. Yeah. We can't wait to see what they do. But I think it's about that time that we give our full mm. rating and see okay. our final scores for the concept and the audio with one being the lowest, five being the highest. You guys know the drill. How would you rate it, Ariana, the concept? I'm actually going to give a pretty high rating. I'm going to get a 4.2. Again, I don't know where it's going, but I was really happy with what I saw. (laughs) I love the video. I actually legitimately love the video. I watch it all the time. So I initially had a 3.5, but Mm -hmm. after going into it and realizing that they actually really did have a concept, they really incorporated it with the lyrics, Mm -hmm. with the dance, with everything. I'm giving them a 4.5. Yes, girl. But I think they're incorporating everything very well. If you got a 4.5 for the concept... What's your audio? I'm My, I'm nervous about this one. It's a four. I liked oh, it. Good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. For a rookie group, I enjoyed it. And I wouldn't be mad about it, like, playing it. It wasn't a hit out right of the park, but it was good. I'm going to give it the same score. Oh. I think about this song a lot, and it's so yes. catchy. Yes, yes. All like, unbiased, time. even if it isn't yeah. your normal sound, we can still appreciate yeah. it for, they did a what great it job. Okay, so is Day by Tomorrow. TXT. Like, what are all the names? <laughs> TXT. Text. Oh, sorry. Tomorrow by Together. <laughs> is their song Crown? Day back or not? I'll give them the day back. They yeah, did it. They for me, worked yeah. for it. They I, did I mean, it. This was it's not gonna a fail. Hit. It's gonna it hit. Wasn't a it's flop. gonna hit my my list for the for at least a while. I'm it might drop off like after the yeah. summer, but I definitely that's love true. This song. That's true. But you never yeah. know. They might come in with something and maybe like oh snap. Yeah. Great. Yep. Exactly. No, they were good. us on twitter at at the kpop cast or you can shoot us an email with your constructive feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com well we also reached out to our followers on twitter and asked what they thought of t by t's debut at bukoy brown i think that's right (laughs) said well we know that big hit has big pockets now Nice, nice wordplay. <laughs> the video production is amazing, but the song sounds like any number of small company rookie boy Ooh, idol debuts. Ouch. Interesting. They won't fail, but the hype machine stops dead for me if they don't follow up with something more inspired. Ooh, okay. okay. I mean, I get it. Okay. It's I an opinion. See it. Okay, I can see it. We also have Julia Doe, also at Semi Ovular. She says the video was incredibly well done. The boys are very charismatic and great vocalists slash dancers. And most importantly, they get to just act their age. So it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Totally yeah, that's feel it. that. It does. Yes. Yeah. The K-pop cast is produced by Peter Lowe, Stephanie Parker, and Ariana Khan. Edited by Peter Lowe and Michaela J. And Olivia 
runs all of our social media. Signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you online, Miss Olivia. You can find me on Twitter at VIA underscore underscore OLI. And you can reach me at Ariana underscore Y underscore com. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share online. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy. Woo-hoo.